systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Oh. Oh. See, I told you, look, dog's already going to head out there to cause trouble. Told you. Nah, she's sniffing through the garbage. Oh, she's like, is there Kleenex in there that I can tear hey. apart? Howdy, hi, neighbor. Pat and AJ podcast. S- live from Southern Arizona. Here in uh, Southern Arizona. <laughs> 112th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Wow. Is it the podcast or the podcactus? Have we given up on that? I think we have. I think so. Those are all cute, kitschy little names. Yeah, that was fun that, for five minutes. You know, we just don't care about, right? No. Why Why try to confuse people? I'm with you. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Ah, how's everyone doing today? Everyone well? You doing all right? You feeling good? I'm six feet above ground, so I can't complain. That's a good day. Right? I said that to someone. I had to call one of my clients today to uh, uh, reschedule. That's right. I'm the therapist that calls you on Sunday. I'll do that shit. And uh, that's, that's when we're recording this right now. But um, we had a quick conversation, and I said we just had to switch around her time over slot and stuff. And she's like, "How are you doing?" I said, "Ma'am, six feet above ground." It is weird. Can't be that bad of a day. She goes, "I got to keep that in mind." And yes, you do. It's very strange to ask your therapist how they're doing because you're never sure how they're going to answer. Like if they're going to quickly deflect <laughs> and be like, "I'm great. Let's talk about you." I answer like every time I see my therapist. I'm like, "How are you? Does anybody ever ask you that? How are you doing?" <laughs> I answered pretty honestly. There is a decent amount of um, of clients that I have that will start off. Like when I ask, hey, how you doing? They almost ask back, and I'll always give a pretty you know, honest answer. And I'll, I'll dump my problems on them, but I'll be like, oh, it's a good day or a hectic day. It or would be funny if trucking you Trucking towards a vacation or something. If you did dump your problems on them, that'd be Yeah, hilarious. right. Took up the entire session just talking about my <laughs> shit. Yourself. I'm like, all right, thanks for that. Anyway, see you next week. <laughs> don't forget your copay yeah right now we are coming up here on a little vacation it's gonna be fun we got some friends coming into town this week uh and of course this is what happens uh midwesterners come to arizona um to escape all their shit weather yeah and they call the, it visitor season by the way yeah. like i've i've literally had friends around here saying, here. oh it's visitor it's visitor season well, we have visitors coming from indiana and of course as we've learned before with our visitors that we had in december is that when the midwesterners come they bring shit weather with them and i sh- i kid you not it has been so it's been gorgeous. gorgeous the last week it's been like 75 almost 80 degrees every day beautiful <laughs> sunny it. like today there's even a light breeze it's yeah. just perfect oh, and then when you look forwards to next week to when these sobs are here like dude wednesday is supposed to be 49 and rainy what the hell is that luckily um yeah they're not they're coming later in the week they're coming we'll basically say they're coming on friday friday they're coming friday real quick they're in friday and they're out monday so it's a quick trip but by friday it's supposed to be kind of back in the 70s we're also going north to phoenix which is a lower elevation so it's warmer so yeah it's supposed to be like 75 to 80 the two days that we're supposed to be spending in phoenix we're going to the uh, innings music festival which is funny because um it's a music festival that is based around uh spring training right major league baseball they do it in tempe arizona and i I believe st petersburg florida right the two big spring training spots uh why that's funny is 
There's no spring training right yeah, now. That's right. Major League Baseball Hashtag just lockout. Major League Baseball just fucking pushed spring training yeah. by a week, and I'm, I'm just laughing. I'm like, here's this big baseball themed event they have. By the way, the main thing that everyone comes here to watch there isn't is happening. Not happening. <laughs> but don't worry, you can come here and celebrate it like it Man, was. And screw that, I'm going to see the Foo Fighters, dude. I'll tell you what. Talk about we're 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 getting really great timing. This is because I'm a nerd like this, and I've been checking set list, and yeah, the Foo Fighters for us, they're the big band that yeah, we want to see. Wait at uh innings and uh i've been like checking their set list and this is their first show in like a month or two right okay. so they've taken like a month or two off and it's kind of really coordinating with the release of they have a movie um the movie is a horror film it's called studio 666 oh i'm so excited for this yeah and it comes out i believe this friday. weekend yeah friday so we're friday. we're seeing them on the weekend of that Part so of me really wants to see the movie before we go see them but i feel like that'll be kind of squeezing it in it would be kind of like overkill but then i also feel like you know that would be kind of cool to go see uh and of course i'm i'm making wild um equations here but back in the 60s going to see a hard day's night and then afterwards the yeah. next day going to see the Beatles, right? That's why it would be cool. I mean, Six, I don't... Watching their movie and then going to see them the next day. I mean, I don't care if you guys don't want to go. Maybe I'll just go by myself. Friday night? No. Well, we could go... I, It'd be Friday. Friday's the only day we could go because they, know. Well, they that's play why Saturday I'm, night. That's why I'm saying I'm not really worried if you guys don't want to go. I don't care. You want to go. But Dude, you guys my, are, you guys are going to be up till 3 o'clock in the morning trying to drive back here. So hold that's on. Why. Hold on. The people that are coming with, okay, are literal cinephiles. Like, my best yeah. friend who's coming with... The biggest shift in his life since he's had a child is the decrease in movies because he used to go to movies all the time. So if you are going to give him an option on a weekend away from his kid to go see a movie, Dude, I could blow he's it. all in. I'm going to blow his mind on Friday. He's I say all in. we go see Studio 666. Yep. Then we come back here. And uh, I have to vote for the SAG Awards. Well, that's right. You got to vote for the movies. And he's gonna, yeah. I he wants to be part of that. So um, to help influence your vote, he's yes. gonna be a lobbyist. <laughs> he's a lobbyist. He's lobby and then the next day we go see Foo Fighters, and that's awesome. So I think yeah. that'll, I think that's a good plan, actually. Yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, the the weather's supposed to be like 75 for the two days that we're in Tempe. Like I said we're being really picky about it. We got to remember what it's like to live in the Midwest. I that know, but I do is feel nicer than I what know, they have now. But I do feel bad. I want my Midwestern friends when they. Come out here to see us in the desert during this these times to be like yeah like to be like all in you I mean, know it's going to be gorgeous just in general so. it is gonna, it's going to be a fun time so that's uh that's that's happening this week that's why I'm working like a short week so I'm like doing this thing where I'm trucking like I'm packing in all this work and just trucking towards that fucking exit line yeah man. my week's not really lining up the way I need it to for no. the next weekend but that's okay I just like my work schedule's different yeah as it always is and so then we, I don't know. and and then our kid here you go here's oh. Here's fun stuff that you learn, boys and girls, when you move around the country, and this is just fun shit, man. I really mean it. I wish folks would get out of their bubble and just exist in other places because you experience things. Like, did you know in Tucson, Arizona, in February, your child will get off school for multiple days for the rodeo? That's right, folks. I really want to go check it out. Whatever... Whatever this is that my kid has off school for, I want to go see it. I shit you not. Our child has a two and a half day school week. Okay. So he goes Monday, Tuesday, half day, Wednesday, and they're off the rest of the week. Why are they off? It's rodeo break. That's because it's, it's called. fucking rodeo days. And hold on. You're going to say, well, okay. So the school is participating. 
No, no, it's just the rodeos in town. It is just the rodeos in town. The rodeo has been going on for like 125 years, and the town goes fucking bonkers. And it's that big of a deal that the Tucson Unified School District made it like it's a literal mini spring break before spring break for these kids. See, in uh, the Midwest, we just called this like uh, like a winter break or in-service or whatever. Yeah. See, see like when every- teachers still have to go in, but the students don't. Yeah. Like, I feel I'm like this is just you. an excuse, which is fine with me. I don't It's care. all like different shit. Like that was like when I lived in uh, Utah and I learned about uh, Pioneer Day, right? Yeah. Which is the state holiday in July. All of a sudden you get this, you know, 4th of July holiday. And then there's this other Monday at the end of July that you get off where you're like, fuck yeah, never had this in Illinois growing up i'll I, take it i realized uh in seattle if it wasn't in the summer the kids would ha- probably have off for seafair mm. oh yeah but that's sure. in the summer so Summertime. it doesn't matter yeah. but that i mean there are fucking pirate ships going down the but street it it's is awesome it is funny because i just can't think of another event that is kind of like loosely not really affiliated with the city yeah. right and 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 the schools just go fuck it we're off man so I, think I asked our son if he wanted to go to another rodeo one time and he said he's not into it no but well because he's like i i feel like it's animal cruelty yeah which i i understand he's like all gen z about it yeah yeah, yeah. and that's fine i mean part of me and i i totally am with him on animal cruelty I'm but like, i also kind of want to see what this is all about. i have got to say that my knowledge on rodeos is negative like yeah. if i have like fuck if there was a baseline yeah. like I my baseline is I've seen Johnny Knoxville get run over by a bull in a jackass movie. I don't know if it's like I'm sure there's competitions. I'm sure there's like bull riding, but I don't know what is the overall gist. Like, is it a stock thing? Is it like are we selling like uh, 4-H and stuff? Yeah, like I have no idea if like at the end we end up selling animals to each other. We're swapping, or is it just about cowboys getting buckles? I have no clue. This isn't like the state fair because there is an Arizona state fair. Thank you. That's something. In the fall, That's so something else. I'll be curious. I, I mean, I really I no do. Clue, man. I may be wandering around by myself, yeah. but I, I'm curious. It goes on long enough where I feel it's just like the uh, Gem and Mineral Show, which here in the Tucson area that just, just wrapped up. Wrapped up. Uh, but that's like a like a two week long uh, yeah. big old deal, and I feel like this is kind of the same thing where it's this rodeo that's really spread out. Like it it already started. Like today, yeah. I guess were the kid events. There yeah. were little which which I do feel it would be cool to see like a little kid run after like a lamb, you know, and try to like tackle it. <laughs> it's you so know? cute. But uh, they did, I mean, there is enough time to go. You know, they give you enough time. Dude, which it is happens nice. all the time. I so, mean, there was an event here yesterday in Oro Valley that was like. Uh, it was like ca- classic cars and barbecue. Yeah. And I I was going to suggest we stop over there after Pat got done with work. Uh, it only went till 3 p.m. for Three. for one day. So yeah. I was like, you know what? We live in a senior <laughs> suburb, okay, Could have used a second day of that, so I'm Come happy on. the rodeo lasts a while. No, the rodeo's a long time. It takes like a week and a half. So if we want to go there and see what it's about. Yeah. I was reading about it in the newspaper. Perhaps we can take our friends. When they per, come from out of town. Per chance. Let's go to the rodeo, then go to the Foo Fighters movie. Oh, shit. And then we can, we can take And then you nice go see dinner. the Foo Fighters the next yeah, day. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> that's, a, that's a jam-packed see? week. Got that all planned out for you. Well, I'm tired just listening to it. Hey, speaking of the Gem and Mineral show that just happened here in uh, Tucson, Arizona, you know, Tucson has this, if, if, if you're wondering, this is like for our Michigan audience who's listening right now, um, you know how it is. You have a state and you have a hierarchy of the towns where there is like the the big cities, the small towns, and then there's, of course, the nice ones, and yeah. then there's 
the dumpy ghetto ones, right? And every state, I don't care where it is, you have that going on in some way, shape, or form, right? Um, in Michigan, we could obviously say that Traverse City, Grand Rapids are known as the more like affluent Bougie, uh, yes. areas, and Flint and Saginaw are kind of viewed yeah. as dumpy areas, right? Then there's Detroit, which is the big city. So in Arizona, the hierarchy is that Tucson is kind of like they say we're like hood and <laughs> I know they say we're and like on the grand scheme of things, I'm like, yes, Tucson has hood areas. Yes. We've every had city has hood areas. We've had every, we've had episodes of the, of the first 48 filmed in Tucson. Okay. But, uh, but you overall, and I also grew up in big crime ridden cities. Like, so uh, so right. we laugh at this shit. <laughs> so, um, so Tucson already kind of has this baggage in the state of Arizona. Like if you were to ask someone like from Yuma or Scottsdale or wherever the fuck, they already view Tucson as kind of like, Oh, Tucson down there. Um, at the Gem and Mineral Show, which is this big, long, two-week thing that we talked about um, where they, they, they show amethyst, and you can buy this shit for a lot of money. Uh, it's almost like, you know, Pure Michigan, we used to say hashtag Pure Flint. Yeah. When dumb shit would happen around Flint, Michigan. Totally. That was very flinty. It's very flinty, yeah. Uh, well, this was very Tucson-y when we were reading about how at the Gem and Mineral Show, apparently a dude uh, stole a uh, fossil of a dinosaur. It's a dinosaur claw. Right? Swipes, swipes a dinosaur claw and then gets arrested the next day because he comes back to the Gem and Mineral show to then sell this to another dealer. (laughs) (laughs) And it's very... That is ballsy, man. Again, with knowing the baggage that Tucson has within the state of Arizona, it's like a very Tucson story to come out of Tucson. It is. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> that like Tucson's trying to do this nice thing. It's this Gem and Mineral show. They do it every single year. And what happens at the Gem and Mineral show is that someone shows up, swipes a fucking dinosaur Well, that's bone. the thing that kills me it's the most dinosaur is bone. what he stole. He stole a freaking dinosaur claw at the Gem and Mineral show. Like, <laughs> like mostly, let's be honest, a lot of these gems and minerals are enormous. Yeah. They're huge. I mean, you can buy the small ones, but the big ones are what everybody's there to see. Yeah. That's not as easy, easy to stuff in your under your shirt, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to swipe something. So the dude walked away with a dinosaur claw. Do you think he knew when he was grabbing or do you think he just swiped something? Because they said it was, it, it was like valued at like $25,000. Oh, geez. So it's not like you're swiping um, a rock that's like, I don't know, 500 bucks. He must have known what he was doing. And then maybe you come back the next day. Well, I say that, but he came back the next day to sell it so know. you jackass i feel like if he would have known how rare what it was that he grabbed he wouldn't have grabbed it because it's like you see those uh in those crime expose yes if you steal something that's too one of a kind you can never sell it no. because it comes it comes back on you yeah if you steal whatever this fucking magic diamond it's really easy to find people who are selling stolen shit yeah so and so, like, something even that i mean that's and that's just like basic stuff like i see people on the tucson uh sale pages yeah for some reason, they have a house full of like Walmart goods in yeah. the boxes. Oh, you know, they're like, I have magically. Th- I know, they're like, I've got three strollers <laughs> and a pallet full of clothes. And everybody's like, where the fuck did you get all that? Oh, I don't need it. Well, exactly. So you see that. I yeah. mean, and everybody's like, dude, don't buy this stuff. They stole it. Yeah. 
but like a dinosaur, you can't dinosaur. sell that. You because, can't unload that because somebody is going to be looking for it, and it's going to be really easy to find you because not many people are selling right? dinosaur. Claws. And then you come back. You think all these little fucking. You think the people that sell this shit, they all don't speak to each other. And you don't think that as soon as that thing was stolen, they all didn't go, hey, by the way, look out for anyone walking right. around with a fucking dinosaur bone. It's my dinosaur bone. Hey, Bob, that, hey, yeah, guy, exactly. over there is, that guy over there is selling your dinosaur and that, Yeah, that's what happened. You think all these people don't fucking talk to each no, other? Come on it was now. just a fun story. <laughs> What's Cat doing? He's in the box with your He's Irish. Uh, Ken, hold on. Should yes. he be in there with the dress? Ah, it's fine. Hey, we got to speak about this. Um, talk about uh, letting go, right? Letting go and letting things grow. AJ has taken a big step forward. I feel like this is a big, this is a big deal and can be trans translated into many different things for people. Um, but you are letting go of your very first Irish uh, dancer costume as an adult that like you bought yes. and all that stuff. Yeah, right? and I try to explain it to people as simply as possible. There are two kinds of dresses. There are the school dresses, which are the same for everybody. They're the same color, same design. Mm-hmm. And then solo dresses, which you have to get to a certain level to earn. Those are the big fancy ones that are. Those all, are the ones that everyone loves. Those are the ones that are blinged out. Yeah. This is my first solo dress that I earned in 2004. Okay. So this is predates even me knowing yes. you. So you had this uh, dress and you have it for a while. It's like any competitive sport. And I you, bought it used yeah. too. So it's not like it was new. But you eventually start upgrading your dress, right? Either. And the, sty- sty- the styles yeah. change. Yeah. Say styles change or even just your body changes. Oh yeah. I can't fit into that thing anymore. Um, <laughs> it's fine. But so what normally, I mean, I imagine these things become often like wedding dresses where yes. they, where they then just get stored. And yeah, once they go out of style and once in a great while you look at them or maybe someone comes over and you kind of like bring it out for them yeah. to look at. Um, but that's typically their their life cycle, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. And so this one has been this one has traveled to four states with us. It's okay. been in the closet. And now there is this wonderful movement to um, there's like a Facebook page for it. Um, it's free Irish dancewear mm-hmm. and it's people giving away dresses and shoes. And they, I mean, cause a lot of these things really, especially when they are custom made for somebody that they, they have no value to anybody else. Like, and you can try and sell your dress for a thousand bucks. You're probably not going to get it. I was, see, I was going to ask, especially is there a, old. see, I was going to say, is there a resale market for it? Or is this one of these things where it's so customized to no, you? There's a resale market for it for a very short window of time. Okay. Like dresses from five years ago are already out of style. Gotcha. You could still probably sell them for a very small amount. You're not going to get back what you paid for it though. So how many, since you got, this dress in 2004 when did you sit would you say you stopped wearing it when did you get your next dress and uh, move about on? 2012 okay so you were so yeah. so for a i mean eight eight you know yeah. 10 years that well, was a, that's a long time into that thing after having a baby i remember like i couldn't <laughs> even wear a bra with it it was so tight <laughs> and now it definitely doesn't fit but that's fine okay so since then you've upgraded you have a new solo dress and it's I have been a few other solo dresses so now. so this is now the og yeah and this movement is to basically help defray the cost of what is seen as a high dollar hobby. Yes. This is like hockey. This is like yeah. your your child coming to you and saying, I want to play hockey. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Like if your kid wants to play basketball, that's a pair of Nikes yeah. and, a, and a hoop. That's it. Okay. 
But, you know, Irish dance is one of those hobbies that you were forced to stop doing because of financial distress in your family. My parents couldn't afford um, the school dress, which came from Ireland. Mm -hmm. And because they were hand embroidered, I mean, these dresses were like 1200 bucks a piece. And at that point, you're still growing. Yeah. So these dresses, like I said, for some people only last a few months until their kids grow out of them. Mm -hmm. And then they have to try to unload them real quick before they go out of style and get some of their money back. But a dress this old... Like this, it is so out of style, and it's it's frankly it's it's toe up from the floor up. Okay. Like it's not looking good. Okay. But what they'll do is they'll give it to dancers who can't afford a solo dress. Yeah. Or they will um they will remove the embroidery and put it on like a newer version mm. of the dress. Gotcha. But that's, they alter them. I mean, yeah. basically, you're this is kind of like handing over. A used car, right? Yeah. Which to you, it's like wearing your mom's wedding dress, you're gonna you're gonna want to have it fit to you. Yeah, you're gonna want to have it probably updated yeah. a little bit, but you don't want to completely change the look. But I mean, at the core of this movement is the acceptance that this sport, right, Irish dancing, this hobby, this recreational activity, has become known as just it's a money, not a money grab, but it is a money eater. Yeah. Like you are going to spend cash on dresses Class, and classes and shoes and, and, shoes and, 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 and competitions. I mean, and travel. Yeah. So some kids inevitably get left behind. They get priced out. Yeah. I mean, this is now not something that you can. I mean, I hate to say it. We have examples of this shit. For me growing up, the, the easiest one I could think of was always polo. Okay. Who plays polo? polo? The rich, rich people. people. Right? Rich people get on their fucking horses and they smack a ball around. The rest of us play croquet. We don't got no fucking horse. But, you know, so this is to help that segment now because, of course, we're more empathetic. Yeah. We have more connections through social media. Well, and I think we're also realizing how fast this stuff gets outdated. Yeah. And, like, I think parents are just realizing, like, shit, I can't sell my daughter's dress. Yeah. It's a wash. Maybe we should just give it to somebody. Yeah. And so you're sending it. So you literally posted up on one of your community pages that you're a part of and, and, and said, hey, here's the dress. Here's the deal. Who I am. Who wants it. And where's it going? It's going to a small town in Montana. Okay. That has a very small dance school with a lot of uh, dancers who cannot really afford solo dresses. And hold on. I love how, how the lady described it. They're a what? They're a mining town. They're a small mining town. There you go. So up she's, in the like, she's like, we get a lot. She's like, we're r- really blessed. She's like, we get a lot of dresses for younger dancers. But she's like, we have teenage and adult dancers. Yeah. So this dress, which is, you know, an, an adult size. Say, if you were wearing it in 2004, you were what? 20, I was 22. 22 years yeah. old. Yeah. So I'm like, this is an adult size. And kind of the nice thing about giving it away is there's no strings attached. Yeah. Like, I, I literally said, I don't have the measurements. Um, the fabric's pilling. The, the sequins on the collar are coming off. But people don't care. It's free. Just send it as is. Yeah, I was going to say, it's different to where if you're selling it, someone's going to want all this information. And then they're going to want to talk you down because of this and that. And And then then you end up making a couple hundred bucks, which is nice. But I mean, for a dress this old, I'm like, somebody else just use it. But to be able to uh, kind of pay it forward. So that's cool. And the nice thing about these dresses, too, is like from a distance, 
You can't tell if they look like shit. Like, up close, this dress looks like shit. Like, the cuffs. <laughs> I think it looks beautiful, well, but I just love her being like, ah, I didn't garbage. realize. I didn't realize how bad it was until I took it out of the, the closet today. And, yeah. like, just sequins were falling off. And, like, it's just, it looks worn. Because it's been worn by two dancers now. So, um, but, yeah, from a distance, like, it, it, it looks awesome. It looks amazing. Yeah, I think it looks great. I just feel, I mean, it's hard to get rid of, get rid of something See, like that. But so, I, yeah, I, I was going to ask, how are you with that I mean, you know, I kind of just expected as a family, we would be carting these dresses around forever. You know, they were just going to be one of those always there items. Um, Yeah, well, no, and that's my thing. I'm like, what am I going to do with it? Like, it's literally just moved in garment bags through four different states. Like, mm -hmm. why not give it, pay it forwards now that there is a way to do it? Yeah. You know, like you said, we have the connections, we have the Facebook groups and all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? Clear out some space and get somebody a dress. So you feel good about it. it? You feel like I feel great about it. I'm not gonna. Go? I'm not gonna miss it. I mean, I have a million pictures know, of it. I, you know, I don't fit into it. I wouldn't wear it even if I did. Cause it's I was that out say, of style. I thought about that when I was after you told me about it, and because literally AJ looked at me. She's on the couch and she's typing, 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 and she turns him uh, her left and goes, "Okay, tell me to do it. Just tell me to post it. Tell me to do it." Yeah. And I go, whoa, 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 what the fuck are you talking about? And that's when she let me in on it. Like, I had no clue about this. And she let me in on this whole thing. And she had literally posted the entire, you know, Facebook post that was going to let it be out there. And you're like, tell me to post it. Tell me to post it. And I'm like, post it? Well, and the the people on that page, they understand how hard that is to let a, a dress like that go, yeah. even though you don't wear it and you're not going to wear it. Yeah. That's your first solo. Like, I remember the competition where I earned that dress and I, I got a trophy and I literally said to my teacher, can I get a solo dress now? She said yes. And I bought it for my friend Michaela. Yeah. So, you know, this dress has seen two, actually more than two dancers. I used to lend it to my dancers at my school in Wisconsin. It's a a community dress. It's a community dress. And I mean, I I sold one of my other solo dresses for about half what I bought it for. So that wasn't bad. Okay. I actually, I have another dress in the closet. Well, trust me, every time I open closet doors around here, I'm very well aware. I know, but this one's tough because it's a school dress and they've updated the school dress. So nobody, I think would use it, but I might see if I, I mean, I still might see if anybody wants it for something. It's just hanging in the, in the, the closet. You feel so. good inside. Good karma for you. Yeah, no, this is good. I hope somebody can. I hope I can't. I'm I'm excited that somebody who can't afford it will have a dress. Yeah. Up in a small mining yeah. town, up in uh, the uh, Dakotas. What else been happening this week? Oh yeah, we got to talk about the Olympics. Hey, I uh, haven't watched it at all. What is wrong with me? <laughs> the Olympics that no one wanted is officially oh. over. And I, I kid you not when... Is it? No, it's over next week, isn't it? No, it's over. The oh, clo- shit. Yeah. Is that Friday night? Yeah, that's right. Closing wow. ceremonies happen. No one gives a shit. <laughs> it is the literal... What did someone say? My lasting memory will be fake snow next to nuclear reactors. Oh, my God. Did you... You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? It was like a fucking Simpsons uh, uh, episode with like Mr. Burns. It was like post-apocalyptic <laughs> Olympics. It was. It looked terrible. Well, because in other Olympic games, if you think back to like the ones in Italy and stuff like that, they have the skiing on actual mountains yeah. in mountain ranges. 
However, in Beijing, they had to construct a slope next to a nuclear reactor. With fake snow. With with fake fake snow. With fake snow. It doesn't sound like it it went off very well. And I I do remember them saying in the beginning that the United States was not doing well metal-wise, if that's what you care about. See, that's the thing. Uh, One, God, who wrote the headline? Someone wrote it today. It was like, Beijing hosted the games we knew we never wanted. It was like the best headline (laughs) I saw. But but really, like one NBC has lost a gajillion dollars uh, this year because, oh. as you know, they own the uh, TV rights, and it has been the closest thing to a um, boycotted Olympics in a long time. Well, yeah, China's got a lot of human rights problems. Yeah, obviously, over there. China. We have a lot of issues with China as a country. This was like the super evil games where like China got together and then they had Putin come over and Putin's like, I promise not to invade Ukraine till after your games yeah. are done. Uh, you know, so it really was like the fucking old school axis of evil got together and through the games because we didn't send any of our people and all the other nations who were in bed with us like, all right, fuck it. We're riding with the U.S. So we're not going there. And it's already a game that is happening in a bubble because of COVID. Yeah. So there are so many things that already made this these games like who gives a fuck? And then you added in all the Russian drama. Yeah. And, and I totally changed my tune on that. I feel kind of bad. I know you do because you, you know what? We have age and I figured you would and we'll let you do your mea culpa. But AJ, of course, like a lot of people, ripped into the 15-year-old Camilla uh, Valieva, Russian phenom figure skater after the positive uh, doping uh, result, and 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 you. So yeah, she tested positive before the games yes. to a banned substance, which blows my mind why she was yeah. even allowed. No, they said Russia was smart enough. I have a client who's like an Olympics nerd, so okay. she she told me all this. Russia was smart enough to send it not to the correct lab that would have gotten oh. the results turned in. And in time, they sent it to an alternate lab, which then delayed the results until, which, until the Olympics were actually happening. Russia, again, why you got to be so scuzzy? Expert why level. Are you, you are so, you always live up to being scuzzy as expert hell. Expert level bad guys, yeah. okay? Expert level bad guys. I feel bad for her. And I, I was totally, I was one of those people who was villainizing her. You were. You were like, fuck that bitch. Well, and again, it's hard because I'm working in the news. So I'm hearing, you know, like you're hearing uh, Shikari Robin, is it Shikari Robin? Robinson, is that her last name? I think so, yeah. The track runner who, she's like, this isn't right. Why yeah. I wasn't allowed in the Olympics because I was smoking pot. Yeah. She's allowed, and she's and, and then the whole, well, it was my grandfather's medication thing came out. It, it was, was another a, Russian bad guy excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, a gulag excuse. Like, it yeah. was my grandfather. Uh, you see, she takes a sip of grandfather medication. <laughs> it, was so, it was so weird. But, you know, I really, I, I have changed my tune because, you know, you hear a lot of other athletes complaining about it. But the girl is 15, and let me say that, the girl is 15 years old. They said, she's not the villain. She was made into the villain by the villains. Yeah. They're like, and and apparently, like, I didn't watch it, but when she fell, and, like, she went back and sat down and was crying, and they're like, the response. Yeah, she got screamed at by her She got yelled at. They're like, it was just, there was no support. Nobody gave a shit about her. And they're, and I mean, this is, 
I hope this furthers the movement of a possible age limit at the Olympics. You know, that's I do what not I, think yeah. a 15 year old. Sh- I mean, I don't think the Olympics should be for teenagers. I really don't. I'm sorry. It, you know, of course we're all super fit and active when we're teenagers. I think the big, the bigger, you know, accomplishment is getting to an adult and getting to be an expert at it. Yeah. You're also not emotionally and, um, you know, developmentally well, ready for something just, like that. Again, I hate to say that we're dealing with all, also, the cultural shit, which is this is a bad guy nation, yeah. right? A bad guy nation that's known to make families disappear. And like you said, the gulag yeah. and the KGB. And, you know, so you can only imagine the, I mean. The, the country. Let's put what, this in perspective. What happens now to her family? Yeah. Like, is she fucking afraid that her family is going to disappear? Russia is still not technically allowed in the Olympics. Right. It's not even them. No, it's really not even them. What is it? The ROC, the Russian Olympic Committee. Yeah, because they can't fly their flag because no. they, they already got caught fucking doping. I mean, so. they're just, I, and, and we all knew that. They're total scumbags. But yeah, I worry about this girl. I worry about her family. And I just agree in with general. you 110%. And the weird part is, though, the only, and, and I was reading all the things about Peacock and all the streaming numbers down and just NBC in general, kind of how this, you know, this. Did not work out as well as they thought it well, would. Well, these these two games back to back. I mean, yeah. I mean, for the amount of money they pay to cover them, to have these two games both, it, yeah, I mean, we all but know, right? Less than a year of each other. Exactly. Less than a year. It's just been a fucking financial bomb, but it was talking about how the streaming numbers were all down, even after we have this unprecedented access with this Peacock app, yeah. even when it's free. You got to remember that, too. Peacock, the app, is, is free. They yeah. were giving you Olympic shit for free. And it really got me to thinking that the only time I used the app for anything was to watch the two performances from her that figure skater yeah and it was not to see her but to listen to the non-commentary of johnny weir and uh tara lipinski because right? see that's what i read about what i read about was these two commentators basically gave the equivalent of a verbal cold shoulder yeah. where they said nothing it would be the. It was a verbal boycott. I mean, it, it it would be the equivalent of us watching the Super Bowl last week with Al Michaels, and he just doesn't say anything. He's pissed about the teams that are in it. Yeah, yeah right. And so the the only time that I actually fired up the old Peacock app to watch anything was to watch those two. I said, all right, the short performance or whatever it was the short routine, and then the full one where she fell like four times, and it wasn't even necessarily to watch. Her, oh, yeah. it was to to listen to Johnny and Tara say minimal if nothing, and then each time they kind of PS'd it with a fuck you in a very like yeah. nicest way possible. In a very diplomatic It was way. a very diplomatic fuck you. It's, listen, I'm a huge Olympics junkie. I gave, and, and shockingly, I like the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics. I haven't watched a second of this. That's why I'm saying it, it's pretty much a boycott. Well, and it's also weird, again, because I work in the news. So I, I cover it even if I'm not watching it. Yeah. So I was almost so overwhelmed by it that, like, and there was so much scandal and so much shit about, you know, um, athletes that were in quarantine. Yeah. And I'm magically, like, all the American athletes that were good ended up with COVID. Yeah, well, and then there was the... Right, COVID. Magically, China's like, hold on. You're the good one? Yeah, you got COVID. Get in there. Sorry. There was was outrage over... There's a lot of American athletes that are playing for China. 
Yeah, so what's up with that? I saw that. That turned me off a lot. That there's I mean, a skier or something. That like one of the best there's skiers. There's a few of them, yeah. She's American, but she's, uh, she's skiing ch- for the Chinese. Yeah, so they have, you know, a lot of times their parents are immigrants or they were adopted or something like that. So these they, they're Chinese. Oh, man. But they are American born. And oh. then China basically says, hey, you know, we'll train you. Come skate, <laughs> yeah, right. ski, whatever for us. No, you know what China says? Do you want to see your extended family members disappear? They well, have their own gulag. They got, it, they got the Chinese gulag. It gets really awkward then because, like, one of them, I think she was a figure skater. I can't remember. Um, one of them had a really bad outing. Okay. And people in China, like, ripped her to shreds on whatever the Chinese social media is. Basically saying, like, that's the what happened. state hap- sanctioned. Yeah, they're, they're like, Twitter. when you, um, this, this is what happens yeah. when you pick an athlete that yeah. isn't, you know, they're. Soft American. Yeah. You should have picked one from our country. <laughs> Not raised by charged. Tiger Mom here in yeah. Beijing. It was just, I, I just became so overwhelmed by all the controversy yeah. that I wasn't interested in yeah, watching. Yeah, I mean, and I, again, I feel weird because um, the only thing that I actually watched was the controversy. Yeah. I mean, that was seven minutes. I probably consumed a total of seven to ten minutes of the entire games, and it was just to watch two routines, two Essentially, for the auditory reasons. I saw Putin fall asleep when Ukraine walked oh. in. I didn't even watch the opening ceremonies, which are usually the coolest part. Yeah, yeah. And then there's you say Putin fell asleep when Ukraine came in. Yeah, like he <laughs> such a piece of what shit, a that dick, guy. man. Did he fucking die? Oh, what happened? He is such a shameless dick. Oh, oh, did shit country to south of Mother Russia walk out? I did not know this. Oh, I smell them. They smell like poop. He just starts nodding off. Like, fuck, man. I don't know. I just, this is not what the, this is the exact opposite of what the the spirit of the games, right? It's gone. It's not fair. It's like we're in bed with all types of fucking bad nations. And We're, we're letting nations that treat people like shit host the game yeah that's like there's no standards and, no. And, and like you said even if we discipline you you come back under another flag you fuck off again yeah. what do we do now do they kick russia out for like a fucking game I do they know. totally boot them and is that fair then and then does russia magically then have a bunch of athletes that end up be becoming chinese you right? know, all of a sudden, a bunch of uh, athletes from North Korea and China have Russian accents. I don't know what the answer is, but they botched this one. It was fucked hard. up. They pulled off the one last summer. They, they pulled did. it off. It was it was weird. But it was, we needed something. We right? needed something. This one, not so no, well. This one no. was. I feel bad for athletes. Like this was their first. Sometimes their only Olympics. Right. Like what a shit show. That's Although, so unfair. I do like, and this happens every Winter Games now. I've noticed, and I, I was happy to see it once again um that the wisconsin curling clubs always end up getting national press because wisconsin literally is home to the most like curling clubs yes the yeah. the, the actual it's you know cold ass state man the little stone that you throw and you got your fucking sweeper there yes there are recreational leagues yeah. all over wisconsin and i shit you not it's like a cycle every time the winter games come around people get pumped up about it and then magically you see a story about here in fond du lac they've been curling every friday night since 1973 there was a skier from the up i think who won gold no shit man. yeah like, see, that's how, I, I have no clue i yeah the U.S. Like, do we have any medals? I don't think we even have any fucking medals. We have medals. We just didn't get as many as we they wanted. Get I mean, if that, you know, there are a lot of people who just look at the medal count and they're China, like, China just took them away. They're like, no, you get bronze. No. Well, and that's the other thing that is so, <laughs> so damn unfair. Like, with the figure skating thing, the teams. Yeah. 
the Russian team in yeah. trouble for doping. Yeah. And then they say, well, we're not going to give anybody medals, including the U.S. team. No one gets medals like, now. If, if, and, and that's unfairly punishing teams who, oh, I don't know, didn't dope before the Olympics. Yeah. Like, what? You don't give the team that doped their medal. You give the other. I can't believe didn't everybody the, was punished uh, for that. That's didn't so the ridiculous. one Russian team, too, like flip off the Americans or the Ukraines or something? something I swear like to Christ. That. like they got, they, got, they got like across the uh, finish prob- line. And they're just... <laughs> You're right. It's the exact opposite of the spirit of the Olympic Games. It's it's the literal Doctor Evil. All right, from from Austin Powers. That's that's who it is. That's it's it's his games. We put the the all the bad guys in charge, and we're like, hey guys, throw a game about unity and world togetherness. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.